Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for May 30th is Psalm 119, verses 1 through 88. We are reading the first half of Psalm 119, which is the longest psalm and the longest chapter in the Bible. It's been broken up into 22 stanzas, and it is an acrostic. In the original Hebrew, each stanza begins with the corresponding Hebrew letter. There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And so each stanza, the lines in each one, begin with the first letter, and then the second letter, and so on. So we're going to cover the first 11 letters or stanzas, which is equivalent to the first 88 verses because they are each eight verses long. In Psalm 119, verse 2, it says, Happy or blessed are those who keep his decrees, Yahweh's, and seek him with all their hearts. Do you know if you don't seek him with all your heart, you will never be satisfied. If you don't seek God with all of your heart, you will never be satisfied. A lot of people realize that life is not going so well, or maybe they want that eternal fire insurance. And so they agree under pressure to accept the idea that they need to ask Jesus into their hearts. But my friends, that will never do. No, it will never do to just say a prayer or to repeat after somebody else and only mean it half-heartedly. You may even take the extra step and agree to be baptized. However, if you do it half-heartedly, it will never satisfy. You'll be like the grape in the middle of the road that Mr. Miyagi talked about in Karate Kid. Squished. You need to be all in to make it worthwhile. In verse 11, the psalmist says, I have treasured your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Is there a sin that is plaguing you? Is there something in your life that you hate, that you are sick of, that you wish you did not do? Like Paul in Romans 7, I do the thing I don't want to do. I don't do the thing I know I do want to do. It's not me, it's sin in me. If you have that, that's good that your conscience is convicting you. And I would say use the word of God. Hide it in your heart and let it change you. Verse 18 says, Open my eyes so that I may contemplate wondrous things from your instruction. We need more wondrous things in our lives, don't we? Isn't life too superficial? Aren't we bored? 
and receiving way too many notifications so that none of them really mean a whole lot anymore. Let's turn off our technology and turn on the Word of God so that we see the true wonder of who our great God and King are. Verse 22, my Bible says, I pursue the way of your commands, for you broaden my understanding. And there's a little footnote, which explains that's not the actual literal translation. So I took the liberty of translating it myself. The course of your commandments I will run, for you enlarge my heart. Could also say, for you shall enlarge my heart. Reminds me of the Grinch who stole Christmas, whose heart was too small until he understood the true meaning of Christmas, at least according to that cartoon movie. Of course, we know that Jesus is, is the reason for that season. That's the only true miracle-working power to enlarge our own hearts, to make us more sensitive to the needs of those around us. Verse 37, Turn my eyes from looking at what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Turn my life, turn my eyes from looking at what is worthless. Do you have wandering eyes? Are you spending hours a day watching television or YouTube or Facebook Reels or whatever that's not fruitful? Pray and ask God to help you to intervene on your behalf. Verse 48, if you haven't noticed, I'm just picking one verse from each stanza. Verse 48, I will lift up my hands to your commands, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. God's people should raise their hands. Paul writes in the New Testament, I want men everywhere to raise their hands in prayer. There's something powerful about a physical reaction to the Word of God. And while we meditate on his statutes, let's meditate on whether he would have us to raise our hands during worship, during reading of the Word, or just while we're meditating on his Word, his statutes. Verse 52, Yahweh, I remember your judgments from long ago and find comfort. Are you comforted as you think about the ways that God has provided in the past, the way he has decided court cases? When critics try to bring you down, is it comforting to know that God is a just judge, and he's oh so merciful. Verse 63, I am a friend to all who fear you, 
to those who keep your precepts? Do you feel drawn to the people of God, to those who are worshiping God, those who genuinely love God? Do you feel drawn to them? Are you a friend to them? Do you have your faith in common with them? Verse 71, it was good for me to be afflicted so that I could learn your statutes. If not for God's affliction on me, I would certainly not be walking with him. He is a good and loving father. He dis disciplines those whom he loves. Verse 75, I know, Yahweh, that your judgments are just and that you have afflicted me fairly. Oh, he has afflicted me, and it's been fair. I've deserved much more, far harsher treatment than he actually gave me. And I'll close today on verse 88. Give me life in accordance with your faithful love, and I will obey the decree you have spoken. Father, if you give us life, According to your faithful love, we will obey the decree you have spoken. Father, give us life, give us faith to obey that we might honor you by following your commands for your glory and for the advancement of your kingdom and for our good. Amen. Amen. See you tomorrow, friends.